Hey friends, welcome to episode 66 of the Badass Midlife Podcast. Happy belated Mother's Day, because I know this is going to catch all of you after Mother's Day has passed, so I hope you all had a great one. Today we're going to talk about things that you think are good for you that actually can end up backfiring based on an article of that name that I wrote. I really want to dive deeply into that today because honestly, uh, just like we sometimes suspect, too much of a good thing is not a good thing. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Hey friends, welcome to the Badass Midlife Podcast. This is the place where we talk about midlife hangups, what to let go of, what to hang on to, and how to move on and actually do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, and happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Badass Midlife Podcast. Hope everyone is doing great today. As I mentioned, um, this Episode is going to be based off an article I wrote called Three Things You Think Are Good For You That Can Actually Backfire. So um, we all know that too much of a good thing can actually be a bad thing. And if you don't know that, you need to know that. It's just, I to me, it's like, okay, too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. Totally know that. We know that with food. We know that with alcohol. We know that with tons of things in our lives. But self-care and setting boundaries and getting right with yourself and all of your goals are all good things but the real key to being happy isn't about discovering several of those life life up levelers and saying like i'm going to do all of these things all at once right um it's about balance and yeah most of us when we set some kind of an intention to do better um we we go pretty deep we go head first, at least that's how I am. And I try to start a couple different things at once, just thinking that they all kind of go hand in hand and it makes sense and it'll really help me stay committed. Um, and sometimes I do think that more is better. So like a lot of things, you know, we also think that too, like, well, if I just commit to this and this, like those will link together and that'll make it easier and that'll be better. And so sometimes we go head first into those goals or resolutions um, until the stuff isn't even fun anymore. Um, but then they also become a job for us to do. And that's the last thing that we want, right? The last thing we need is one more thing on our to-do list and consuming yourself every day with becoming some sort of a master at all of the wonderful life enhancing things might actually make you start to kind of hate what you're doing (laughs) so it can just be too much you know then you're just like i want to go back to my comfort zone i want to go back to when i didn't have all these things on my to-do list every day um, because this forced relaxation is like it's it's becoming a lot um but that's just one example you know so Think about when you are trying to do things that are good for you, the steps that you take. And there's three things that we do sometimes that we think uh, are actually gonna be really good for us, uh, but then they end up not being that great. So we're gonna start with um, the first kind of pitfall when we're seeking to kind of upgrade is when you're looking back for answers. You're looking back to historical, you know, you're trying to get historical data on 
um, kind of how things are now or how you should go forward. And I recently had a kind of a heart to heart with a friend who was going through a little bit of a depression and her issues kind of seemed to come from this like really overwhelming feeling of this is just how it's going to be for me. This is how it's always been. And she seemed hopelessly stuck in what I know now. And what we talked about was a habit of her life being subpar. It's a habit of her believing that this is just how it's always going to be because it's always been that way. And why would things change now, right? And we do have to use our past experiences as context, right? We, we all need to look back and be like, okay, like have some sort of information that we can use to build our case for whatever it is we're going to do next. But we don't need to act like those things are the rules, you know, that they're set in stone and that's how everything else that we do has to be done. Looking back and really dissecting everything that has led you to this moment right now and how you're feeling isn't necessarily the best use of your time. So even though it's really good to get kind of an understanding of to why you feel the way you feel right now, you don't need to spend a lot of time really validating. And that's what a lot of us do. We we make an excuse for something or we don't have life going in the exact path that we want. And we're just very comfortable saying that this is because of all these things that led me to here. And this is kind of why I'm here. Well, that's great. We know why you're here now. But the fact is, that all happened. And now you have a really good or at least better idea of why it happened because you're probably older, you have more context, right? But how long do you have to sit there and let it actually be the thing that's dictating how you feel every day? What's the what's the time limit on that? Is it just going to be, you know, another day, uh, another week, five more years? And as much as I, of course, am a proponent of just taking how much time you need, take as long as you need. But the sooner that you really admit and own, apologize, and then just kind of be satisfied enough to step away with that old part of your life that you're using as context for your new life going forward, the sooner you're going to get on track and start making decisions about what you want now. I've mentioned the book Stop Doing That Shit by (laughs) Gary John Bishop. It's so good. And he speaks about this a lot. Basically, he always talks about why are you looking back all the time? And this uh, little excerpt from the book, I think, kind of sums it up. You create your experience of life and your self-talk and then act accordingly. You're doing it all the time. You're never acting upon life itself. What you're acting on is your opinion of your life. What you call it is up to you. Ugh, so, so heavy, right? It's just like saying you did all the stuff that you did, but going forward every day when you wake up, you're creating the experience for that day. But if you continue to bring all of that baggage forward and you keep putting everything in your life on that backpack on your back and you wake up every day and that's what you're still carrying around, that's the conversation you're going to have with yourself. Of course, this is how life always is for me and this is how it's going to be 
because you're bringing it there. And that's what he really kind of goes deep into. Sorry. In that you're never really acting in the moment that we're still really conditioned to just stay stuck in the things that have happened in our past. And listen, I get it. We've all had things that have just hit us and impacted our lives so much, so much trauma, tragedy, and things that have happened. But honestly, every day that you wake up is another opportunity for you to move beyond. And certainly if something that traumatized you was years and years ago, it's time. You get to decide what's next. So the whole point is identify it, accept it, If you still have amends to make, then make them and then just stop looking back. So that's something that we think is good for us when we're looking back and we're trying to find the context. Well, here's what I did in the past and that didn't work. So don't look back for answers. Look forward because you can only really base your actions on the person you are now. You're a different person than you were back when that all happened. The second thing we do that we think is really awesome for us is we think that we just need to get away from it all you know you hear that all the time i just need to get away because you know it's just like i'm so stressed and there's just too much going on i just need a break and i need to get away from it all how bad is your actual life that the only way that you can get some relief is to physically remove your body from your real daily life i mean it's fine if you want to get away and take a trip. But if you find yourself kind of crawling out of your skin, trying to just find a new place, an experience or an atmosphere to soothe you, you might be putting lipstick on a pig, like they say, because like you always have heard, wherever you go, there you are. So consider that the issue might be, or the solution might be to come up with some resolution to the things that you're running from. You know, figure out what is it going to take for these things not to bog me down like this to the point where I just have to flee the scene, you know, have something new and exciting that you can focus your life on, you know, think of something new that you're going to avenue that you're going to pursue and try to kind of, you know, busy yourself with that as you're trying to detach or solve the things that are stressing you out so bad. It will actually help you find more peace. You think like, oh, well, I can't add one more thing because I'm so stressed, but you can, and it'll actually engage other parts of your brain. It'll impact your mood. It'll get that those endorphins going. Just give yourself something new and exciting to focus on. That's actually going to give you so much more energy and happiness than trying to just escape because nothing's changing when you escape and you just run away from it. You're just going to come back and it's all going to be right there. But rather try to kind of dilute it down with something else new, get on a separate track, make this a different branch of your tree of life and give yourself some new energy with something new and exciting. Now, obviously, there are times that we have to, we feel like we want to take a break and a vacation. And I'm all about that. I'm not saying that. But if you're constantly feeling that, then there's a bigger issue. So if one, you know, answer is to reflect and if, you know, you have to solve the issue and you have some ways that you can do it, then do that. But 
actually distracting yourself or creating a new habit or activity in your life is the better way to go. Next, overdoing the doing. Like I kind of always have this image of being on a hamster wheel sometimes and it really has a negative impact on me. I don't like that feeling, <laughs> um, but I, I visualize it a lot. Um, and there's nothing more than I, than, that I hate than that feeling uh, that what I'm doing is just chasing my tail, basically. And all I'm doing is getting tired and going nowhere fast, you know, because it's just like sometimes you feel like that. Like, oh, I think I'm like going to actually get ahead. And then you are like, oh, whoops. And then you're back again and you're really just doing. But when you are trying to challenge yourself to add things into your life to inspire new thoughts and you're trying to do what i just said earlier where you're going to add something new take it slow because we can overdo the doing like i mentioned earlier rome wasn't built in a day and your self-improvement activities need a little bit of time to grow and you're going to do a seed planted with one new activity then give it some space give it an opportunity to take root and then before you introduce the next thing. So this is much like I said at the beginning, where don't try to tr do a bunch of things at once. You're just going to put yourself on the express lane to burnout. If you make this list, let's say, of five new positive changes you want to make and you start them all at once. Some things do go hand in hand. If you say, I want to start eating breakfast and drinking less coffee, um, that's a thing that you can, those things go together and you can try them together, start them together and really work on them. Those are connected. But if you are going to commit to, um, you know, a weekly massage, going to the gym, uh, three times a week and a walk it like, that's a lot. That's a lot to try to process. Just do one of those things at a time and give yourself the opportunity to get used to that and let those things take root. Not only is it better because you'll be able to really evaluate the benefit of each one, but you're not setting yourself for up for failure. You'll be able to actually enjoy each of them at their fullest. So take your time and just allow yourself to soak in the good vibes of each individual change that you make. So let's do a quick Recap, number one, don't live in your past hangups. If you have a story that kind of uh, dictates and lies in the background of everything that you do because it's been such a part of your life for such a long time, that is a sign that you're stuck in what used to be. So do what you need to do to answer your questions resolve, make amends, apologize, and then move on and just like throw that backpack in in the wind. Just take take it off. Don't live in your past hangups. Like I said, sometimes we do need some context and we remember back and we're like, oh yeah, I tried that. So it's, you know, it didn't work. But maybe it didn't work for a certain reason. Maybe it didn't work because of the person you were at that time. So don't stay stuck in those thoughts just always take the opportunity to let those things go, figure out where everything belongs, and then let it go. Number two, taking little trips for um, a little reprieve is great, but just 
each time you're doing that, really evaluate, are you running away from, you know, some unresolved bullshit? Or are you just really happy and content and you're trying to find a little R&R? Because it's different. When you go on vacation and you're really mentally prepared and you're just so happy and you just want to go to relax, that's great. Because then that will happen. You're opening yourself up to that. And that's what will happen. But if you're a stress ball and you're just like, I got to get away. I got to get away. I got to get away. I got to get, I can't, I can't. You're not, what do you think is going to happen? Like that, that vacation, you're still there in that same mindset and you're not going to feel very relaxed. So best thing to do is really get into those things that are stressing you before you take your little getaway. So don't use it as a running away, but actually running to your relaxation. And you can only get there if you're relaxed before you leave, which means dealing with and completing and just getting things to a certain place. And then finally make changes, but make them one at a time. You know, you are just one person. And it took a lot of years to you know, kind of get you set in these ways and in these bad habits that you might have. We all have them. So give yourself a little bit of time and identify each change that you're making and see, do I really like doing this? Is it helping me? Is it making me happier? Can I sustain doing it? That's a big one. Like, is it something you can commit to? Because otherwise, maybe you just need to uh, change how often it is. Like you like it, it's fun, it's making me feel better, but I can't do it four days a week. Okay, then do it too. That's okay. Don't just throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know? Give each thing time to take root and really grow and become that habit. It takes some time for things to become a habit. I've heard 21 days, I actually think it's longer. And there's some research about that too. So give yourself some time. Let it really take root before you start adding more things. And then my just final little add-on here is that friends and family are really good resources, especially if you're trying to push yourself into some new territory, some uncharted waters, you know, don't shut people out. Um, I'm an introverted person and I like to handle my shit by myself. So I don't like to open up and, uh, and my sister is a is an unpacker. Like she in life, that's her role. She's like wants everybody to unpack their stuff so she can like sort through it and figure out what's wrong. And it's awesome. Um, and sometimes I shut her out because that's not my nature. You know, I I don't I don't want you to open this bag. Like I just I need to go take it back home and like hold it close to my chest and look inside. But it really is good to have people, friends, family. You know someone like my sister in your life that really help help you kind of work through some stuff and sort through it so that you can move ahead because we all want to do things that are good for us and we can't always take those things on alone so don't shut out your friends and family friends you know you need people we all need each other so I hope that this helped you kind of uh, think about the things that you're doing that might be good for you and that how you got to take them slow or really kind of look at them differently so that they can actually benefit you in a bigger way.
So that's all I have for you today, my friends. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time. Hey friends, if you enjoy the show now more than ever, I would really appreciate you sharing it with a friend. Let them know about us because we're getting ready to do some really fun, cool things for women in midlife. And I think that you're going to enjoy it a ton. Also, please subscribe so that you can get every episode as it comes out and leave us a five-star review. I look forward to talking to you soon.